Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. There's not much going on in terms of racing throughout the world, but there is plenty to talk about. There's a little bit of racing in Abu Dhabi, not a world championship, an intercontinental championship. In fact, the GT uh, championship, which uh, uh, we'll come on to that in a moment. But what we're going to do first here, I think what's going to be quite exciting is to go through the drivers, the Formula One drivers, because let's face yeah. it, that's what we're most uh, We're going to say what about. we think about the what 22 drivers. The 22 drivers. We're going to rank them. We've both ranked our lists. I've got my list in front of me here. I hope you've got your list. Yeah. How we both ranked the drivers that competed in the World Championship. Now, this is warts and all, so um, uh, some <laughs> fanboys might want to tune away now. But we're going to say it how it is. and we'll yeah. How we see it, how we see it. I mean, that's what beauty, you know, you can comment below whatever you don't like about what we say. We'll have a go at us. We don't mind. It's our opinions. But, but, but go and, easy um, on me. I'm feeling a bit fragile, actually. I'm, uh, of course, yeah, we couldn't do the cater. Sadly, we were going to go to the catering dinner and you were all bunged up with your cold. Not COVID, though. This cold, my kids have got this horrible cold going around at the moment. I think that's where I got mine from. I was away for most of the week, and then I got back, and Oliver, my son, he's off all week with this horrible cold, and um, but he's okay now, and I'm not. But uh, well, I am actually. I'm just <laughs> just achy. I've put old age aches. But come on, let's kick off with Red Bull, the championship uh, winners, and of course, yeah, constructors, yeah, constructors. Winners. So where have you got their two drivers then in in the table of twenty two? Well, you kick off because I mean it's it's pretty obvious where uh, I've got Max number one and, and yeah you've got I to have wanna... Max number one. I mean he, does, when you win a world a record number of Grand Prix in the season, you know some of the races I was at Spa. His Spa demonstration was just stunning the way he just left. I mean he was in the best car of the year, but you know. However, I've got his teammate, a certain Checo Perez, down in ninth. Okay, well, where have you got Perez? Then in I've your got list? Perez further down than ninth because oh, I. <laughs> I've got Perez in 18th position. 18th? The gap between Perez and Verstappen is the biggest gap you've ever seen, ever had. It's uh, 151 yeah. points, the gap between the two drivers. How can you have a second driver? I wanted to put him 22nd, but I just thought that, <laughs> look, at least he's you had three wins. Play 16, oh, sorry, did you say? He had one win, sorry. No, don't two, wins, two wins, two wins. I mean, I, I, I thought of putting him lower, but the fact he did win two Grand Prix. But I think we're trying to rank this on how we feel they performed in the car they were in. And I think that's why you've judged him so low. And he only won the two Grand Prix because, first, because he deliberately spun the car in Monaco, which put him ahead of uh, Max on the grid. And secondly, in Singapore, which is another no-overtaking circuit, really, where Max uh, Max didn't, he lost his qualifying. And he ran out of fuel, so he didn't have enough petrol to be checked, and so he had to be well down the grid. So, um, so check, he did a good job holding off the opposition in his very vastly superior no, car. No, he didn't, Tiff. No, he didn't. No, on those he, two races, he, was... he just drove very, he held them off. You know, he drove he, a faultless race. He had a horrific season if you compare him <laughs> against, and the only way you can compare a Formula 1 driver is against their other driver. He had a horrific season. Well, I ended up as well. The, the, the statistic that I think damns him is the fact he only had seven second places. So out of 22 races, he had the two wins. And just seven second places when he should have had, you know, 10 or 15 second places, really. Wow. But, um, so, yeah, so we both marked Checo down. I'm sorry, Checo fans, but we've, 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 we've sort of been saying this for the last few Grand Prix, haven't we, how disappointed he was in each race. So, 
Right. And, well, and, that's, and we're that's talking good. about on the track, but but also a Grand Prix driver's got to have a bit of personality, got to have a bit of zest about them. And he's just just seems so dull as well. It's just that. Uh, but not that we're judging. Well, I'm not judging on, on personality. On character. Mine's awful anyway. So <laughs> who am I to judge on his uh, oh. his good character? Um, now, the Ferrari boys, I didn't know yeah. where to put them. I, I I went up and down and up and down and up and down. But in venture, I put Leclerc third. Not to say who he's behind. Where have you put Leclerc? Yeah, I've got him fifth. I've got Charles fifth. Leclerc fifth and I've got Carlos Don't say fifth. the other ones. I, oh, sit. I've got I've um, third and seventh. I put Carlos seventh. Okay. Um, I mean, I thought Charles had a, but he was quick, and and in some races he was, you know, on it all the time. But he made so many mistakes, so many errors. You know, Emilary fell off, didn't he? And then Paul Ricard, he fell off, and then the car let him down, which wasn't his fault. But I thought by the end of the season he was sort of back on form and solid and, and doing some good drives. But then the car wasn't good enough. And of course, he won three Grand Prix, so you can't take that away from him. So yeah, I thought he was probably the third. You know, now he suffered so much. I thought it was quite good with the balance. He was happy to criticise Ferrari openly on the radio. So he wasn't holding back his criticism of the team. And, and there was plenty to criticise about. And we'll <laughs> yeah. come on to that in a moment, who they've uh, replaced. Yeah, uh, no replacement yet for Benotto, I don't think. No, the only news we had, the only news was the news that we don't have any news about Benotto going to anywhere. So I put him third and then yeah, Carlos seventh. Um you know, he won the British Grand Prix, but a bit like Checo, you know, he, he lucked into one because Leclerc's tyres, you know, all that team order, the pace car came out. I mean, Leclerc was really heading to win Silverstone quite easily when, again, a, a safety car intervened and um, he had the wrong tyres on and he had to stay out because Ferrari mucked him about. So Sainz lucked into his one and his first ever Grand Prix win. So, yeah, solid from Carlos, but not spectacular. Yeah, and, and don't forget that uh, Charles was uh, 46 points ahead at one point of the, the season. Um, and not only did he lose the, the, the lead, but he lost it spectacularly. He lost the championship, by, again, by 100 and something points. So uh, 150, wow. 146 points, to be precise. So you've Incredible. got Charles down in fifth, and I've got no, Charles I got third. Char I, yeah, yes, Charles fifth like and fifth Carlos six. So surely a Mercedes driver must be your second best driver of the year. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, Ooh. Do you want to know? We're gonna, it means we're going to skip no, teams. No, 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 not going to skip teams. So you haven't got George Russell second as I have. No, I got and George I'm, third. You, know, you got George third. Ooh, what are your seconds going to be? Okay, George second. And I put Lewis sixth. Where did you put Lewis? Did you really? See, I've got Lewis fourth, and that's probably because I'm a fanboy. It's probably because he probably. Is that ahead of George then? Is that ahead of George? No, George third, Lewis okay. fourth. We'll publish okay, this. Yeah. We'll publish this as uh, we'll put, put it on the screen as they as they come. I just, come like. I, I don't think George really was quicker than Lewis at the end of the season for the white. I don't think he's quite as fast as Lewis yet. But I gave him that position firstly because the first seven races he finished, I think, was in the fifth and top five favorite, and he just got his head down in that awesome porpoising car. It was, must have been so physically, and he was talked about unable to breathe and the pain he was going through. Was I thought Lewis was just a bit lacklustre. You know, he was in a crap car. Abu Dhabi was still on his mind, losing the title by the default. And and I just thought, then George having that win in Brazil, which was under pressure. I know Lewis had a damaged car from the clash with you-know-who, uh, but he had a slightly damaged underbody, I think. So he didn't quite have as quick a car. But, you know, doing that restart with Lewis right over his uh, on his gearbox... So I just thought George deserves. I just thought he really worked hard. Not yet as quick as Lewis. 
But you've you've got George ahead of Lewis as well. But but don't forget, like you said, you know, George finished ahead of Lewis in the in the points. But um, but that didn't mean much because there's a little bit of bad luck uh, both ways. But so yes, I've got uh, George third, Lewis fourth. So my second place is still up for grabs. Oh, you can tell who it is. Yeah, any any guesses who it might be? Well, I think. Yeah, I, I think know. I know. I think I know. But it's not it's not going to be with the fourth best manufacturer <laughs> LP, is it? <laughs> No, it's not. no. Where have you got the Alpine boys? So the Alpine boys, <laughs> you know, I, I've thought about this a lot because sometimes he shouts and makes too much of a moan. He wants to be centre of attention. And, but I had to put Alonso as fifth. Where have you got Alonso? Kiff, I'm really disappointed in myself that I ha- I've got Alonso down in seventh. I wish I spent a bit more time on this because I did it in a hurry. I've got Alonso uh seventh place seventh. and I, he but ocon i see he he and i've got ocon on 11th um, i've got ocon 11th it's the first one we, we agreed on max <laughs> we've only got two equal now we've got max first and ocon 11th i think we might um, agree with some at the end as well yeah when we get down the bottom <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of, i mean he, he was almost always i haven't i haven't bothered to do all that qualifying who out qualified who but i think alonso almost always was just a tenth ahead of ocon which must have driven ocon mad um, but he did battle in the races so well, Fernando. A lot of engine failures. and We all know he had engine failures. So he made a big fuss about it. He did love to make a fuss, uh, Fernando. And he still wants to, as I said, he wants to tr- attract attention to him. Me, don't forget me, Fernando, me. Um, but he had think. some phenomenal races this year. He was you know, 35 years old in racing terms, but it wasn't for him. And, and it's not for Lewis either. He, he was really, really special, I thought. I think, yeah, it's very interesting, Ocon and Gasly next year. I'm fascinated to see how that goes. So I think Gasly's a tenth quicker than Ocon, but I'm waiting to see. But um, that's going to, he's going to be a bit like Ocon and Perez when they were in Pink Panthers banging into each other. I think we're yeah. going to get the two Alpines. Well, mind you, the Alpines were already banging wheels because this year, you know, Ocon didn't give away to Alonso, did he? So the Ocon always seems to be quite happy to clash wheels with his teammates. So the Alpine's going to be an interesting one. So your second best driver that has to be in the fifth best team, McLaren. Yeah, it is. It's, it's Lando. Yes. I think Little if Lando, Lando. I think if Lando is so unlucky not to get a, a win, um, and it's going to really shock you. Lando, we have got second. I've got Ricardo, and it's going to break so many hearts. And this isn't down to personality because he's probably number one for that. I got him as nineteenth. Same as like, me. Have you? We really? both got Ricardo's nineteenth. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. I, I, you know, I, I felt guilty putting him down there, but yeah, he had so many lackluster races. But Lando, yeah, I mean, I, I put him as fourth and again, I had him third for a while and then I put Leclerc above Lando. I mean, he was, I didn't realise this until I went through it. He was the only non-Ferrari Red Bull Mercedes driver to get on the podium. He was the only driver outside of the top three teams. And he had one, but one third place. Um, I forget where it was, that was early on in the season. But, you know, he had, he had a fourth, a fifth, he had three sixths, you know, seven, six sevenths. He was always the next best. Well, not every race, but he was pretty much regularly the next best thing out of the top six. Wow, what a good stat that is. That's and incredible. Just, yeah. just, you know, he was the lowest scorer because he would finish seventh in the championship. So he finished seventh, the first driver outside the big six. Um, so he was the lowest point scorer to get a podium. He had half the points of Lewis. So Lewis, who was sixth in the championship, had double the points of Lando. The gap between the, the three big teams is still huge, isn't it? That he could only get half the points of Lewis. And Lewis only had half the points of Max. So first to sixth was double the points. Then sixth to seventh was double the points. Are you keeping up so, at home, folks? <laughs> too much maths. 
<laughs> so your top so, five, your top five, and Ricardo, is... yeah, Ricardo. My top five is Max, George, Leclerc, Lando, Alonso. I'm surprised George there, but anyway, very similar. Max, Lando, George, Lewis, Charles. So uh, yeah. very similar. I've just okay. popped Alonso ahead of Lewis in the top uh, six and science seven. Science seven. Where was your science? Color science. I've got as uh, sixth. And I should have had Alonso. Yeah. I should have had, if I had this time again, I would have had Alonso above Carlos. You can't, it's how you I feel know, when you write. Know, write. But poor Ricard, I just think he did, you know, he, he didn't seem interested in the car, didn't suit his style of drive. I don't like that as an excuse. I think cars can be changed. You can change your wing angles and your rate. There's a lot of things you can do to a car. I can't believe it. I'm probably wrong because I haven't driven a modern Grand Prix car. But it appears to be that once you've got the car built for the season, it has a certain handling characteristic that you can't change between drivers, which amazes me. You know, like even the Red Bull, you know, they would say that you know, Max loves a loose rear end. He can drive, he can turn in, and, and Checo couldn't do that. Well, Perez went for about half the year, didn't he, saying, you know, oh, I need to, the car doesn't suit me. It's, it's a popular complaint, and it's, and it's a sad thing if it's true that, you know, you... You literally can't change the car to suit a different driving must style. Be some sort of setup you well, can do. Is that true? Is it, well, Tiff? I'm really, well, really shocked with that. that. Some sort of setup because we all seems to be favour slightly different ways. I'm sure, but, yeah. but I guess these these guys at the very top, you give them anything to drive, and they will adapt to drive whatever that is. I suppose. But um, well, that's yeah, that's what you'd hope the drivers could. You know, Ronnie Peterson was always famous, never really tested, just used to drive. however it handled. He just he just ring ring yeah ring its neck, but. You can't do that with these modern cars. You know, they've got an inherent inbuilt understeer or oversteer, and it would appear that, you know, you just can't adapt it. Okay. Um, so when we get down to so that's one, two, three, five teams. Six was Alfa Romeo, so which I thought Alfa had a disappointing. They had a disappointing season. You know what? I've got Bottas. I'll, he finished 10th of the championship. I've got Bottas in ninth, actually, because it was solid. He did... He, he, what I looked at no. was how much further he was than his uh, teammate as well. And I just uh, took all that into consideration. And uh, he was so much better. Um, well, I'm afraid I've, I've done the opposite. I've, I've put Bottas down in 17th, one place behind <laughs> Zhao in 16th. Where's yeah. Zhao for you then? I got, I got Zhao in 21st. Well, I thought Zhao, driver. a rookie season, he's not a sensational driver. I think he, to be fair, he's only there because he's Chinese and he's got some backing. And he, you know, he, he won. He won the Formula Two last year. He's done Formula Two for three seasons. Um, he's a bit of a Latifi, really. So I, I almost see Zhao as a Latifi. Now Bottas can't, with all his experience, blow Zhao into the weeds, which he didn't really. Um, I just Wait, thought Bottas hang just on, from the hang on. So, so Zhao got <laughs> six points. Bottas got forty nine points. And when yes, you down yes. that it, when you down that end of the table, that. Points, that's big, big points. That's yes, big I difference. know, but more because Bottas, he started the series, Valtteri, started the series early on. He had a fifth, two sixths, yeah. and a seventh. So he got all those points at the beginning of the season and then just faded away. Yeah. Now, the alpha got worse, but, but then Zhao was getting much closer to him. I don't know if he out-qualified him ever. I think he probably might have done a few times. Haven't Again, we should, I should have looked up the qualifying battles. I just felt I sorry just for felt... Bottas. It was that moustache. He just he, he, he got the sympathy <laughs> vote with me. But... <laughs> I think he needs a suit. I think he needs a flipping B45. He needs to leave Formula One. Yes. He's, give he's someone else a go, Valtteri. He's, he's had he's the never, best opportunity you can have. Yeah. The best car you can possibly have at the time. Uh, and, he, and, and he's, and a, he's, he's a poor racer. You often qualified yeah. seventh or eighth. Then he finished the first time in tenth. Yeah. It's like when he was following Lewis. You know, Lewis would start 
and then Bottas would be fifth and he, he would make a bad first lap. He's not that good at racing, Valtteri is my problem, I don't think. So yeah, I dumped him. I'm sorry. I know he was 10th in the championship, but I dumped Valtteri just for not really ever showing something brilliant. Agree. Get so him out. Sure. Get someone else in. Alpha were disappointing though, weren't they? But so they're gonna be they're gonna be the Audis, aren't they, in a year or two's time. I don't know what's going on with Alpha and Audis, but um that will be interesting to see what happens. But they were a bit of a lap cluster team. They never really did much more. And what they just out then Aston Martin comes next, another another disappointing team. They occasionally seem to be up there battling on the television. You seem to think they're doing quite well, and yet they end up Eighth in the in the points. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in the points. So where have you got so, Sebastian Vettel in your list? Right. Well, Sebastian, mainly due to his end of year performances. <laughs> he got eighth for me. I thought he, he really he knew he was retiring. Right? <laughs> and he battled with Fernando in Brazil. And he, he was I just thought he didn't drop his shoulders because he knew he was leaving. He still put 100 percent effort into driving what's not the best car on the grid. Um, so where have you got Sebastian he's still, he's year? still moaned where have you put him where have you put him he still moaned and complained he's still moaned I've got him 12 but, I mean look, well, um, that's not too yeah 12 no, yeah, he's he, he's a he was a phenomenal uh, driver to watch over the years uh, phenomenal champion and I've got um, Stroll I felt so uh, I, I feel this is unfair on the other drivers below him but um, I gave I put him in 14th actually Stroll <laughs> There aren't many people below Stroll on my list. He, he got twentieth on my yeah. list. Yeah. So One just place. To... Where do you put Hulkenberg? Hulkenberg had two races at the beginning of the season. Did you pop him in your top twenty-two, or have you forgotten he was even oh, there? Oh, sorry. I've got I've got Hulkenberg fourteenth and Stroll and sixteenth. Sorry. So I've got. You put Hulkenberg fourteenth. No, I haven't. I've got Stroll Stroll fourteenth and yeah. Hulkenberg sixteenth. Sorry, twelve. 14, 16. Oh, Hulkenberg didn't do enough for that. Twenty-first Hulkenberg. Yeah. One one behind Stroll. He had two Grand Prix, and he outqualified Stroll in one, and Stroll outqualified the other. And he beat Stroll in one, and Stroll beat him in the other. So he didn't really leap in and do anything exciting. So and Vettel I think, I think twelve, I, Vettel 12 I Stroll fourteenth, Hulkenberg sixteenth. Yeah, Vettel eighth. I just thought he gave it his all towards the end. Yeah. He had some good battles but towards the end. We're talking about the whole season. And I might mark Hulk down because he's coming in next year. And I don't want that, and I'm upset by that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I marked him down because he's got a drive for next year that he really shouldn't be happy. I don't know what went wrong with all that, me having that uh, Russian-Israeli kid in that I kept on thinking. The Ferrari Academy driver. Politics, son. I'm, Politics. I'm afraid so, but I think it's a very disappointing thing to have him back in Formula 1. Much I love Hulk. I'm a huge fan of him when he was at Williams and when he won Le Mans, and, but that's where he should be. So... That was the Aston Martin. The interesting Aston Martin. I don't know where they're going to be next year with Fernando. They're all bragging. In the, actually, well, there is news today. They're opening their new wind tunnel. I mean, the Stroll family is spending a fortune uprating uh, the Aston Martin uh, Formula One uh, set up. So um, it's going to be interesting to see where they end up next year. Gerald Haas managed to get eighth in the championship. And I got one of their drivers. I think you've probably got one of their drivers reasonably high up, haven't you? <laughs> Go on. Who Tell me who you've got where. K-Mag. Kevin Magnussen. Where is Magnussen? Oh, yes, I have. Tenth. No, twelfth for me, yeah. K-Mag, he, he battled. The only trouble with Kevin, he, there were about three Grand Prix where he qualified well. <laughs> twice it was trying to go around, and then twice it ended, it ended the first lap with half his nose hanging off, you know. Two were with Lewis, you know, when he tried to go around the outside, you know, of Lewis on the opening. He just, his enthusiasm 
I think, gets the better of Kevin. I think that's half his trouble. Talking of K-Mag, I mean, I love him. He's, he's a lover of the sport. He's a great historian. You know, he loves all the Formula One history. And he was actually out in um, Abu Dhabi yesterday doing the, the 12 hours of uh, with his dad. They finished, I think they finished, finished seventh, I think. Yeah, they finished seventh, two laps down in the Ferrari 488. So they went off and did the 12 hours, the Gulf 12 hours, as they called it. Um, so he was, um, he loves racing, loves driving. And of course, you know, we had that wonderful sprint race, you know, where he got on pole position, thanks mainly, obviously, to the, the yellow flags when, when Russell went off. So what? Um, Who cares? It, the, the... But, you know, I just thought, yeah, I put him 12th. I just thought he deserved to be right. He deserves top 10, maybe. But you, you had him. Where did you have him? Uh, uh, Magnuson is, oh, I can't even read my own writing. <sighs> 10th. 10th. Oh, yeah, 10th. You had him well up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, and, and, and like you, because, yeah, he just, Exceeded expectations, particularly with yeah. uh, that pole position. I know it was a, a fluke, but still, he did it. <laughs> Where did you put Mick then? Uh, do you know what? I was quite kind to Mick because I was always such a big Michael Schumacher fan. So I got Mick as 15th, but that was pushing yeah, it, really. It's a bit. I've got him 18th. I, I, put, you know, I haven't put him on the bottom. I thought, I thought he worked really hard, especially I'll be honest the second you, the, half of the year. He the, tried the, really well. The bottom third, it was it was more about who I liked the most <laughs> as opposed to how good a driver were. But I always tried to pitch it, as I said earlier, about against the other driver because that's that's a good barometer for me. But yeah. uh, the, the the shocks down the bottom for me are, are Perez 18th, Ricardo 19th because yeah. um, and I think that speaks volumes. Okay, so who's next? What uh, Alpha Tauri had an awful year as well. I don't know what happened to them because they were you know, they were really quick. Alpha Tauri's two or three. When Gasly was driving the Alpha Tauri two years ago, he was like up in the top 10, but miserable season. They ended up for me, what, 13th, Gasly and... Same, same, same. Who else we got? Oh, Yuki, 15th. 20th for Yuki. Yeah, he was a bit He had a bit of bad luck. He did have a bit of bad luck, but he never never really got it together. He got four points scoring. He was a bit like Zhao to Bottas points-wise, but I just thought Bottas should be well ahead of Zhao. Yeah, Yuki, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. But Yuki, Yuki them. had um, 12 points. With De Vries coming in. Yeah, Yuki was, yeah, he was often as quick as Gasly. Gasly was very inconsistent. He often moaned about his car and no brakes in qualifying. He was obviously moaning about his car quite a lot. So, um, yeah, Gasly, miserable year. And then we come to Williams, who um, sadly at the bottom of the manufacturers. But, at the um, bottom of the list as well. <laughs> for me, well, anyway. Well they, well, they got three drivers to score, obviously, because De Vries did that one race at Monza. For that one race at Monza, which has got him a Grand Prix seat, I put De Vries 14th in my happiest, you know, most impressive drives. I got 14th him. out of 22. I've got De Vries number eight. I put eight. him ahead of, ahead of Bottas, Magnussen, Ocan, um, Vettel, eighth. Because oh. just, just because, just to come yeah. in... That was like a wonderful that. story, yeah. Yeah, I, I, on the I, pace. So I know it's all, all about the under whole pressure. The whole Grand Prix. He got Absolutely. points for Williams. Now I got I got Albon tenth. So I put De Vries fourteenth. You got this uh, thing about Albon. I do, I just don't think it's the car either. I, Albon's had a. Don't forget, Albon had a chance. I know he's a rookie, but he had a chance of one of the best cars. Um, he would have won he, two Grand Prix if Lewis had tipped him off the I know, road twice. But I would have my my my. Auntie would be my uncle if she was built a little bit differently. You know, you just can't say that, can you? It's, I love his sport. attitude, though. I love his smiling attitude. Maybe he's, maybe he's not ruthless enough for Formula One. Maybe that's but what I was just going to say, he's so relaxed. He, he does smile. Yeah. He, he is a happy chap. 
uh, and he's a likable chap, but um, maybe he's not ruthless enough because you've got to sometimes perhaps get your elbows out. So, uh, so I've who's, got who's I've he? Got who's Al- in Williams with him next year? Uh, Nick DeVries, isn't it? No, um, I'm not Nick DeVries. Uh, if you give me too many lists to 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 think about, now. <laughs> who would ask? Who would with them? <laughs> oh my goodness! Now we're both forgetting names. We'll just move on quickly before we come back to that. Cracking up. Oh, of course, American kid. Yeah. So that'd be quite interesting. Logan Sargent. Yeah. Was, um, I mean, so I have no, no idea really how good Logan is. Logan's up there as a very, very good driver in, in what he's done in Formula 3 and Formula 2. And that'll be fascinating to see, you know. I mean, if, if Albon doesn't blow Logan away by, you know, reasonable amount, then you can criticise Albon next season as well. I just don't know. He was always well ahead of Latif. I always thought he gave 100%, you know, pushed that Williams up the grid quite far sometimes. Never had the race pace. Him to spend the whole time in races, you know, with a with a train behind him, a DRS train. Um, so where have you got course, Latifi? At the bottom, I'm afraid. Twenty second. I've got Latifi second. At the bottom. Second place. What? Yeah. Think he deserves it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Twenty second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he was just a journeyman, solid, good, solid driver. But he has spectacular. It's amazing how all drivers. I mean, Stroller, you know, sometimes the Turkish Grand Prix in a wet was absolutely stunning, wasn't he? And Stroller Monza about four years ago qualified fourth or something. And Latifi got into the top 10, I don't know where it was, in a wet session, got into the, uh, <laughs> the third session of qualifying, Q3. So he had his moments. He could obviously drive really well. But I think a lot of these drivers that come up through Formula 2, Formula 3, look after three years in Formula 2, look like they're championship material. If the car's really good, then they can put in a good time. So the conditions suit the car on that day, they can make a good lap time. But if the car's just a little bit off and not quite nice to them and the way they drive, then they're way off the pace. They can't bully the car or themselves to go a bit quicker. Yeah, and it's fascinating. Um, I asked you this question earlier in the the year about... um... Why can't surely wet weather is down to the driver, and, and that's why we see some amazing no, well, results. Well, sometimes it's a car again. Yeah, the weird Chassis thing is, and... yeah, often a bad car in the olden days used to be good in the wet. Yeah, because often when the torsional rigidity came in more and more when we moved from aluminium monocoques to carbon fibre monocoques, the cars with a sort of a twisty soft um, chassis would be better in the wet because obviously it adapted and took the puddles more. Whereas you had a really stiff chassis that was the best thing for the drive. But they've now got stiff chassis, so that doesn't really happen anymore. Uh, yeah, just to end our little thing, our little points thing, um, Crash.net, very good website, they rate every driver on points after every Grand Prix. So they have you know, nine, out of, nine out of ten, points out of ten. And they've added them all up at the end of the season in totals. So they had Max first, um, nine points, an average of nine. Leclerc on an average of 8.32, so they had Leclerc second. They also had Lando, third, uh, best driver, Alonso. So you've, just, so you've just copied their list. Is that what you're telling me? No. I had Leclerc. <laughs> oh, yeah, third. No, I had Leclerc third and Lando fourth. No, no, it's not the same. Because I had George second. They had George sixth. This was just because they'd, re- they'd added the points in each race. They haven't looked back over the year. Uh, but Alonso came out fourth. Lewis fifth. George you, I, I wish I put Alonso higher than seventh. That's my only regret on this list, really. Is See, Perez, a... Perez <laughs> a seventh. They also had Sebastian Vettel eighth, similar wow. to mine. Ocon ninth. Sainz down in tenth. Albon eleventh. Bottas twelfth. K-Mag thirteenth. Gasly fourteenth. Stroll fifteenth. Zhao sixteenth. Yuki seventeenth. Mick Schumacher eighteenth. 
See, they had Ricardo 19th. Same. It, all three of us. Their, so all three of us, yeah. And Ricardo's average score was 5.68. The same. And it, it is time for him to move on. There's no question. Latifi was 4.55. Any other actually, because no other four, there was only one driver that averaged nine. That was Max. Only one driver that averaged over eight, which was Leclerc. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven drivers averaged over seven. Big gap. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drivers averaged over six. So big chunks. Small gap at the top, Max and Leclerc. Small Max group was, at the bottom. Max was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, he was absolutely phenomenal. Broke, broke records all over the place. Most phenomenal, points, most phenomenal, wins. phenomenal, phenomenal. He was phenomenal, and that makes it that make that's another reason why Perez for me is 18th. To, to Max was phenomenal, he made Perez look even worse than or more not worse, more average than he than he, he actually yeah. was. Any other Formula One stats before we move on? No, move on. The only other news. I've got one. I've got one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right. okay, okay. In the last okay. 10 years, Ferrari yeah. have yeah. had 23 wins in Formula One. In the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. In the last two years, Red Bull have had 25 wins. Whoa. How about that? I think that's really... No, I hate stats. <laughs> all sports... Have <laughs> you watched the rough. World Cup? I watched a bit of that footballing game, footballing stuff. <laughs> There's more stats coming out now and the last goals... Oh, every sport seems to be getting obsessed with more and more stats. You're still not better, are you? Look, you're still coughing and splurging. Oh. Um, I meant to say I've done a... Today, I've done a Twitter podcast. Twitter, Twitter... What are they called? Tweet. Poll. Twitter poll. poll. Mentioned that we'd done that thing about um, Brown and his flipping active aero and said, you know, I said, will active aero in 2026 make it fall on better or worse? And it's 25% think it'll make it better. So I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> about 75% agree it's going to make Formula One worse. I'm still convinced it will. I did a tweet um, as well. I got out of my sick bed. I've got, there's eight minis here that the guys have been filming while I was away. With, uh, and, uh, I had to go and charge one and the charger wouldn't work in my local town. And I was freezing cold, shivering, and the charger wouldn't work. So I did a tweet as well today. It's so frustrating. Um, anyway, moving on. So yeah, the race, the Gulf 12 hours race on Sunday. Uh, James Collado was one of the three, part of the three Ferrari drivers that uh, took the win. Isn't there um, like 30 odd cars or something, silly? 34 cars. Well, it was the last round, wasn't it? This Intercontinental GT Championship, which nobody really follows. I bet there were no spectators. And that's it's just for the amateur sort of driver, I'm sure. I'm sure, Tiff. Yeah, well, they're all this GT3 is big stuff, and they're yeah. sort of you know, this is you're building up some GT3s joining the mall next year, so that's going to be the way to go. Um, but I wouldn't want to go and drive for 12 hours in that solar circuit, everyone getting track limits warnings because you can run off everywhere. And, um, you know, GT cars should be at Spa and Silverstone and Sebring, of course, which is where the World Championship starts next year. But how do, you, how do you know in another 30 years' time people aren't going to be looking back at a new circuit? If we don't go to new circuits, we'll never know. Maybe and we will. People, but people no will be looking back the in 30 or 50 years' time saying, wow, Abu Dhabi was just the most sensational yeah, circuit got, for GTs. We know it they've probably isn't. They've got, they've got no corners with weirdness <clears> and oddity and bits yeah. of grass and chunks and adverse cameras and dips. and Undulation. and Oh, oh dear. They're just um, so so the Magnussons, as I said, they were fun. They finished seventh overall. There were about four different classes. Imagine doing that winners. with one of the boys. Harry's a good racer. He could, he could have done something good. Your son, Harry, he's been out in the catering a few times. Um, yeah. You imagine being able to do something with really him like that. Wouldn't, oh, wouldn't. It'd be amazing. But where they oh, find the budget? They Oliver. 
Oliver, my son, he's 11. He um, went away with my friend yesterday, went out because I couldn't go out. I wasn't wasn't well and um, took him to a runway and it was a little bit icy. Manual mini, 11, 11 years old. He's doing handbrake turns, driving a manual car. Absolutely brilliant. I'm so pleased for him and he loves it as well. So uh, so much fun. Yeah. So um, next week, we'll, 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 the Formula E's. We'll have a little chat about Formula E's. Hopefully, there'll be other news really, coming really, up. We want to do this. Are we talking about the cars or the drivers? Well, they've got their, the whole team. They've got three days testing Valencia this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, it's the new Gen 3 car with no front brakes. No front brakes. Only got Why, why are they not doing front brakes? I mean, for those who don't know. Because it's got regen. It was oh. regening off the front ah, wheels, okay. I think. But you, you rely on your front brakes more than your... Well, your I know, I know. So will it be the fly-by-wire braking system that <clears> sorts it <throat> out? Because, you know, when you're re-jetting, you've got more... Anyway, um, it would terrify me. They've got pointy noses. They've got, they've got wings. They've got pointy bits. I don't know what they're doing. But you never know. Maybe this new gen... They are okay. talking about pit stops this next year, 2023 Championship. Maybe not the first three rounds. They're talking about a compulsory three-minute recharge pit stop or two minutes. I'm not sure what the timing was. So we'll come back to that news of who's driving what, Formula E, and what we found out from the test session. Plus, hopefully, who's going to run Ferrari next year. You fancy Now we can look forward to brother, Dak. Barwell Motorsports. He doesn't fancy... Yeah, I can, I can run Barwell, run Ferrari. They won't but like there's bound to be other news. There's bound to be other news. We'll have a quick um, bit of sherry maybe next week for Christmas while we're having our podcast. So the only other bit of news I've got, remember little Harry George that we thought he was the youngest catering driver last year? He, yes. Um, yeah, so he's um, he's going on to do British GT in a McLaren Atura. So he's he did uh, Caterham Academy, then went up to three times, yeah. finished runner-up by a point, I think, in both, or very close in both, and uh, now he's... Um, GT3 or four? Four. GT4. Yeah. I was going to say, it's quite a big jump to GT3. But, but who's, who's he with? Has he had to get sponsorship or has he got a friend? I, I think um, his father, Ronnie, is um, is is got enough. looking after things. But I think they are getting a, a sponsor as well. So, uh, But don't don't sponsor them. Sponsor us. <laughs> don't, we, we're not, the amount of okay. tweets we get about, hey, are you um, allocating all the sponsorship budget for next year? And I just... <laughs> We are so bad because we we need it. Well, we we so could do a Love Cars GT4. You and me driving if we can find the sponsorship. I wonder what the budget is for that for a year. It's got to be like 300 grand or more. I don't know, 400 grand. I have no idea. I know. I would genuinely prefer to do Caterham. Just go and do the 310 to Caterham. Just sometimes you damage an Arturo. Imagine the cost if you damage exactly. these flipping GT3 cars. Be... But not, not for that. I just think for the for the... You know the community, the camaraderie, the all the boys, Joe, Paul, Mark, Fred, all the all the lads as well. Um, maybe maybe we'll get some sponsorship. <laughs> maybe we've got to go the other way. You, you, me, and Joe <laughs> go out in, in the um, the Citroen C two twenty four hour C one C ones are they? If um, okay. if you have any thoughts and ideas, uh, lovely listeners and viewers, on what you'd like us to talk about, we we've, we've got our thoughts and ideas. But because it there's not that much racing going on over Christmas. Um, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts and views and uh, and uh, have a glass and... of sherry next week. Chin chin. That's for old people. So we have to be up. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining. Cheers.